Hey, everybody. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I am Wendy. And today's episode is an update, kind of. <laughs> if you think all the way back to our New Year's resolutions, we're going to talk to you about a very specific resolution we made and how we're doing. But you know, before we get to that, there's a lot we got to do. First of all, are you following us on Instagram yet? You should be. We are at Megan and Wendy, also on TikTok. You can also hop into a Facebook group with like-minded shorties, which is long story shorties on Facebook. And there are links to all of those things in our show notes. Mm-hmm. And if you're old school, you can also email us at meganandwindy at gmail.com. And I know we have emails today. and I'm so excited about it. I know you are. So we have a couple emails I'm going to share today. The first is a shorty. It's from Sheila. We talked about our summer wardrobes last year, and I was saying I kind of need an orthopedic sandal because mama's getting old. And she says, I'm on my second pair of Vionic flip-flops this summer at the ripe old age of 38. Last summer, it was plain black ones. This year, it's cork and gold ones. I picked up a Goodwill for $8. I love them. At this point, I have to put orthotic inserts in every shoe I wear. I picked up a cute pair of Vans, also Goodwill, $13, and had to add inserts immediately. Wendy? Yeah? Do you put inserts in your shoes? I have some that my podiatrist recommended, but I don't do it. Are they over-the-counter or custom? Amazon. Oh. And very easy. I will link them in the show notes if anybody needs a pair because these are doctor-recommended. Yes. But I don't. I don't. I don't. I have several pairs of Vans. Vans are the worst. They're the flattest, most unsupportive shoes. Unsupportive? Yeah. Unsupportive shoes ever. They're very cute, but I can't wear them very long. And then I have a pair of Supergas, which are just like a white, plain white tennis shoe. They're Mm -hmm. actually the Kate Middleton tennis shoe. And my mom was like, oh, you have the Princess Kate shoe. And I was like, I do. But they're so uncomfortable. Maybe an orthotic would help. And she's like, she swears they're comfortable. Yeah, I'm sure compared to a heel that she's usually hobbling around in, they're much more comfortable. I'm afraid to ask how much those tennis shoes were. They were like $80. That's not too bad. Okay. I mean, you can buy a $12 pair of like white Yeah, those probably aren't very comfortable either. No. I'm not asking you to justify (laughs) it. I'm Buy your shoes. Whatever. I don't care. I just bought a brand new pair of Birkenstocks the other day because I find them to be super comfortable. Next email. Mm Mm-hmm. From Ashley. Hi again, ladies. Just listened to your chit-chatty episode. Wanted to pop in and toss my two cents over. I, like Wendy, was not quick to embrace TikTok. In fact, I still do not use it on the regular, but the one that sucked me in was Mr. Mixer. He takes apart KitchenAid mixers and cleans the inside parts. I can't even claim to be surprised that this is so fascinating and mesmerizing to me because I am honest with myself and my semi-boring old lady interests. But might I recommend Mr. Mixer? I'm seriously considering either sending my 20-year-old mixer to him or, gasp, getting adventurous and trying it myself like a lunatic. Let me tell you, when I read this email, I had to respond to Ashley right away because I too have a KitchenAid mixer and it's over 20 years old. I got it for our wedding. It leaks oil. Do you have a KitchenAid mixer? I do. So it leaks oil out of the top. Yes. And I Googled it and it says because like whatever the material is that they pack like the working components in has either like melted or that's what that oil is and you can find like a repair person to to replace it for you or I found YouTube videos where like they're like this is how you take it apart and do it yourself which I'm not going to do that 
So I told Ashley, I was like, I'm jumping on TikTok. Thanks. This is what I'm doing the rest of the night to watch Mr. Mixer because I'm so fascinated. I want to see what's wrong with my thing. And this dude takes KitchenAid mixers. So I may send mine to him. Is it cost effective to ship it to him and have him repair it? He talks about the shipping process and like how to, how to like, you know, mail it to him because I thought that would be like the most expensive because that thing is not light. It's super heavy. And he, I can't remember what he said, but he did give an estimate of like what shipping charges are. And I think it was like a couple hundred dollars for him to like fix it and repack it and send it to back to you. But you can buy a new KitchenAid mixer. I know, but they're more than that, though. They're way more than that. Don't you think so? And then I feel, like, bad. What am I going to do? Throw this thing away and just, like, throw it in the garbage dump? And, like, there it sits for the rest of its life. I know. I understand that. I'm looking at the cost of a KitchenAid five-quart mixer, which is $450. He's in Kansas. It's $125 for a general re-grease inspection, deep clean, and tune-up. 150 for most repairs and parts replacements. It does say on his website, depending on your where you live, the shipping rates could vary. Generally, for shipping in the U.S., the ballpark price is around $35. Wow, that's less than I would have guessed. Yeah, me too. So, you know, I might do it. It feels good to, like, support this, like, Mm-hmm. You know, guy who fixes these things. And and you can see in his videos, he's got, like, a whole, like, back room full, full of, of them. them. Yeah. I like it. I think that they find old ones, too, and they use parts for them. Mm-hmm. Like, anyway, I'm telling you, Ashley, yes, I spent some time on Mr. Mixer <laughs> on TikTok. So thank you for your email. <laughs> what else does she have to say? As a follow-up, I appreciated your recommendations for soft pants. If you remember that email several episodes ago, I definitely tried to snag myself a pair of the soft jeans from Nordstrom. Wearing them right now. Me too. But my size was sold out. That is the problem with these Wit and Wisdom jeans. They're very popular and they do sell out, but they come back. Sometime I will procure these pants. In the interim, I actually found a pretty solid jogger from Sam's Club of all places. Their, quote, travel jogger is pretty awesome. As long as I lotion up my dry old lady legs beforehand, they tend to get a little static clingy. I've even worn them to work multiple times. I have dry old lady legs, too. Yeah, me too. It's been bad. And as much lotion as I put on them after I get out of the shower, they're still itchy and scratchy later. I'm sorry. You need a better lotion, I think. I think I do. And I use a Nivea, and I like the lotion a lot. I've used it for years and years and years. So if you have a better recommendation. For a longer-lasting lotion? Yeah. Do you have one? I'm looking at you, waiting. No, I'm not lotion brand loyal, so I just finished a lotion. It was a soap and glory. It was called drop in the lotion instead of drop in the ocean (laughs) it was coconutty scented it was lightweight i liked it but i don't i mean i found it to be long lasting and i'm now using a dr teal's spearmint and eucalyptus lotion Mm, nice i like them both but i don't know that they are the answer to the be all end all lotion of your dreams okay Moving on, last week we also, as mentioned, discussed summer fashion, and I bemoaned not having a lot of good mid-size, plus-size fashion accounts that I like to follow. Mm-hmm. And so that's actually not true. I just, they weren't coming to mind. But we got some recommendations, and I like to share them with the class. Go ahead. The first is Carolyn Morand on both Instagram and TikTok. She's got great style. She does a ton of try-on reels. Mm-hmm. And like... 
all price ranges. Like she's got Amazon and Target and Walmart, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. Another is a girl named Megan, whose Instagram is the other MK. These all are linked. She does much the same. Tryons, tons of options. I would also like to recommend Olivia Munter, who is not specifically a fashion blogger. Like mm-hmm. she's a lifestyle. She's actually a freelance writer. She's the new co-host of the Bad on Paper podcast, but she does tons of fashion content. She's got really cute style. And another favorite, she's a little bit of a smaller in terms of audience size. Her name is Mippa Piddleton. I think her her name is SJ, but she goes by Mippa Piddleton. Like Pippa Middleton? Yeah. Okay. She's real cute. And she's more active on TikTok than on Instagram. She has the cutest clothes. She did this Old Navy try on. I was like, I need every single one of those things. Mm-hmm. Real cute. And you found a new one. Yesterday, Budget Babe on Instagram. And I don't know. I think it was a reel that just ended up in my like feed, like yeah. suggested for me. And she was like putting outfits together inside stores inside like Target and TJ Maxx and whatever. And so she would like find the dress and find the earrings and the shoes. And and I was like, I need to go buy all these things. Mm -hmm. I like her. My question for you is, what's the age of these women? Are they millennials? Are they Gen Xers? Oh, I think they're all younger than we are. Okay. I'm here for it. I like it, but I honestly need... Someone who fits in this category, but who is my age? Well, and they're wearing clothes that I want to wear because I found plenty of women that I'm like, oh, you're very cute, but that's not, I'm not going to wear any. Right. Right. I agree. But so, but for me, it, it, you're a lot younger than me. So I'm, we're the same phase of life, but I am closer to 50 and you are closer to 40. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I need somebody in my age range who is finding cute clothes in my size at the stores I like to shop at. Hey, what? Let's, let's you want to be those people? people? Yeah. Well, Just add it to the list, man. <laughs> okay. I, there is like, my brain is popping off right now. Oh, okay. All right. We'll do that. Okay. Let's do that. Coming soon. Coming soon. <laughs> so last week I went on a cruise you did. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, you guys. So just a little bit of backup. And I know we've talked about it. Megan had a cruise credit and she she asked me if I would go with her. But I get very seasick. So I was like debated a long time. I was like, hey. eventually said I can't do it. Right. Because I was just worried that I was going to be too sick. The text I get from her on the first night of the cruise that she ended up going on with her family was like, well, this is too rocking and rolling. You'd be miserable. So thank God I didn't go. And it wasn't even rough water, but I haven't been on a cruise in a long time. It was just noticeable movement of the boat. Like my kids were noticing it and I made a grave error. And that is I take boning when I cruise and mm-hmm. I always take it the night before because it makes me sleepy and it makes me feel a little bit lightheaded. It feels like you've had like half a glass of wine. That's mm-hmm. what it makes you feel like. And I always take it at night. So you sleep off most of that and right. then you take it once a day. So the next day you feel fine. Well, I went to three stores the day before we left and I couldn't find it. Oh, no. And so then I was like, I'll just go one more place in the morning. I'm sure they'll have it. So I didn't take it until we got on the boat. Now, I never got seasick, but I did feel a little bit lightheaded the entire time. And I think that added to my awareness of the motion of the boat. Mm-hmm. Again, I didn't get seasick, but I was kind of like, mm, the last uh, the last day, I did not take it. 
Because I was like, I'm tired of feeling like this. I hate to feel lightheaded too. Yes. That's like, I hate it. I hate it. Oh, but I'm sorry. Otherwise, it was a great trip. It was short. The ship was less than half full, which was great. Mm-hmm. Nothing was ever crowded. Did the pool heater get fixed? No. Oh my gosh. So the pools were freezing, which meant nobody was in the pools because not only were the pools freezing, the air was freezing. It yeah. never got above 60 degrees. Mm-hmm. It was windy. I mean, I don't want to go necessarily in a heated pool when it's 60 degrees outside, but I certainly am not going into a freezing cold air temperature pool when it's sure. 60 degrees outside. The jacuzzis were heated, so people were in those. And then the water slides were pretty popular, but the water I heard, I did not partake, was cold in the slides. I... It seems to me that somebody is not doing their job if a cruise ship has a pool that is not warm. They report they cannot get the part. Okay. COVID. Yes. Someone who is still waiting on a part for my backyard pool. Fair. (laughs) That we finished in October 2021. But I wonder if people... Do you think a lot... I know that you were very well educated on your ship that you were getting on. Do you think people typically look at like the message boards and twitter whatever you looked at i'm sure plenty of people were shocked yeah displeased yeah i would be because my idea would be like lounging by the pool all day and i had that built into my mental itinerary was that's how we would spend our time especially for my kids that Mm -hmm. we'd be in the pool and they'd be on the slides my daughter never went in the pool once my son made a ton of friends which that was a big surprise for me i did not anticipate him doing like the teen club thing and on our first full day we were looking at the schedule and he's like oh teen ping pong tournament i'm gonna go to that and then from then on out he kind of just bounced back and forth between us and whatever the teens were doing so there were a lot of like kids on the boat who were your kids age because it was spring break so i'm guessing that there were yeah so apparently the week before there were more kids Mm -hmm. and there were i don't know a lot my son said there were like nine or ten teenagers that like were hanging out in that group i didn't see a ton of teens and then at one point my daughter finally decided she wanted to check out the kids club for her age and there was nobody there oh so she and i spent a lot of time together Mm -hmm. she's real easygoing she's like let's go get our books and sit in the lounge and look out over the yeah so i was like yeah great kind of girl let's do that and she did all the trivia with me Mm -hmm. and she was just my little buddy but yeah my son i was like oh this is a family vacation and i'm glad he had a good time but he did not spend a lot of time with us did he make connections like like exchange phone numbers and stuff with these people no oh and even the first day i'm like what are the names he's like well one of them's aiden and then he knew nobody else and i was like do you guys not talk like but so overall it was a good trip i'm glad it was short it was just me it was just my kids and i my husband didn't have the same spring break so it was three nights it was a good length of time for the three of us to be away. You know, I didn't make dinner for three nights. I had late night cookies every night. Ooh, exciting. It was very exciting. We had a great time. I just was wondering, like, do they have like a salon on board? Like where they, you can get a manicure and pedicure if you wanted to? They have a spa and a salon. And then this ship has a blowout salon that oh I literally never saw anybody in. I'm like, that's a waste of space. You guys need to put something else more fun in there. Oh, I think that sounds amazing. I think so too, but nobody was ever in there. Yeah. I think on the shorter cruise, just some of that stuff doesn't get used. Mm -hmm. But very sweet. You have the same servers at dinner every night, so they get to know you. And our table was set for four, but by the second night we came and it was only set for three. Like they had even taken away a chair. And the kids were like, look, there's only three chairs. 
guys. It was very sweet. It's like Big Brother. Like, you know, like a mid-season. <laughs> You've been when, eliminated. Yeah. yeah. The table gets smaller. Did you have yummy food? The food was great. Nice. I mean, I didn't have to cook it. Yeah. yeah. That's the best part. That's amazing. I really had a good time. I, I'm actually trying to convince my husband to go back later this summer when my kids are at camp. He's not totally sold, though. It, because he doesn't like cruises? Or he likes he... cruises, but the one we would do is not an itinerary he's super excited about. Mm, I see. So okay. I was like, let's just go hang out. Like, Let's just be together all and we're enjoy each other's time. Lay by the pool at home. This way we don't have to make dinner. We don't, don't have, have to, to make a meal. You don't have to make my own bed. Yeah. Sounds great. It does sound great, but we'll see. All right. This weekend was opening weekend for the local Major League Baseball team. The Angels for us. Yeah. I haven't been to an Angel game for a very long time. Many years. Really? Pre-COVID. I can't even remember the last time, honestly. But we went and, you know, we're sitting there like pre-game before it starts. The guys are like on the field still like warming up. And I know when I talk about this, because they play it at every single game. Yeah. They have this video. Uh Uh-huh. And they show, like, all these old, like, Angels baseball players uh-huh. over the many years that the team has been around. Like, and great plays. Great plays. They There's, always like, a World Series moment in there. Yes. Yeah. And it's it's kind of moving, I think. Yes. And they play that song. It's called Calling All Angels by Train. I actually really love that moment at every game. Okay, so do I. But two rows in front of me was this lady, and I had, like, secondhand embarrassment for her. She was, like, a big fan. Uh-huh. She was all decked out. White capri jeans. Let me just set the white capri jeans. An angel's top. She had, like, dangly bracelets with, like, baseball. Oh, yeah. Like, you uh-huh. know charms on it like the pandora baseball collection yeah Yeah. she was super into it and then when they started playing that like video she was like standing up and like almost like she was at like a church service like calling all angels (laughs) and moving her hands up in the air and i was like cringing embarrassed for her i was like please sit down and stop doing that like right and then she stopped and and the game went on the next night i went to the Billie eilish concert yeah by far the oldest person in the room. Sure. Right? It was a lot of teenagers and a you lot of... You were the oldest person in the room. No, There's there got to be there lots were t- of moms. Tons of parents there, actually. <laughs> it was pretty cool like to see like how many parents like took yeah. their kids to this, see this concert. And at one point, I was like jamming out. <laughs> were you standing? <laughs> the whole show. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, oh, God, I'm having that moment. Somebody's looking at me. And, like, but you're at a concert. Every single person's dancing. I know. But I just was like, I'm an old mom. Here I am. I think that's great. Enjoy it. I mean, well, this is what was really cool about the show is that Billie Eilish between like, you know, songs would like talk to the audience and whatever. And she would be like, look, we're all safe in this space. Be who you are. Dance and sing. Nobody cares. Nobody's looking at you. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. And I was like, that's cool. Like, that's really cool for, like, a 20-year-old just to tell these other perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, just have fun. Nobody cares. Yeah. So, and she said it several times, too. Good show. I enjoyed it quite a bit. I fully understand the secondhand embarrassment because I feel intense secondhand embarrassment when people start clapping along with music at some uh sort of performance. Mm -hmm. Like this? 
Not even, just even in your head, like, so on the cruise, they had an ice skating show, which if you ever go on a Royal Caribbean cruise and they have the ice show, go see it. It's actually quite good. Mm-hmm. My daughter loved it so much that we went back again another night and she was way into the costuming. But the first night, like there's a point where everyone starts clapping along and she looks at me like, come on, mom. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. And like, I clapped for a minute and then I stopped. I intensely I feel physically embarrassed in that moment for everybody doing it and for myself when I join in. I'm like, don't look at me. Don't look at me. So remember when Oprah notoriously would like sing along and dance when she would have like a uh, musical guest? Yeah. Yeah. Would you feel embarrassed for her? I mean, she's Oprah, man. So no. But I I get you. I get you. Like I not about the clapping thing because I'm like, hey, everybody's into it. That's cool. Yeah. And then on the other hand, I'm like, look, you're like participating in the performance and i'm sure that makes the performers yeah. feel good when you have an engaged audience yeah for sure and the only time i don't feel embarrassed is sometimes it happens like at a, a school performance and then i'm like oh that's really sweet mm-hmm. but i still don't want to be a clapper how funny what mm-hmm. about snapper what? no god oh my god i got yelled at by my 14 year old who was like please don't snap at the billy eilish concert <laughs> I was like, I'm going to dance like this. Yeah, totally. I was like, I'm going to do this. And she's like, oh, my God, please don't do that. And I was telling my husband post-concert, I was like, oh, I saw her singing along to some of the songs, which made me really happy because she doesn't cut loose. You know what I mean? Like, she's very, like, aware of, like her surroundings and like how, what, what she, how she fits in that surrounding yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like just have fun like yeah. have fun have yeah. fun but well especially with her parents probably she doesn't want to yeah she doesn't want to hear that from me because I'm like yeah let's do it let's <laughs> snap in like a old lady that I am all right guys we're gonna take a quick break and come right back with an update The first episode of 2022, we talked about some New Year's resolutions, some goals for the year. Mm-hmm. And in those goals, we talked about hobbies. I don't really have any anymore. Any what? Hobbies. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't participate in any. Yeah, okay. And so I wanted to get back to that. That was your like resolution in 2022. We jointly resolved. I know. I recall. But I couldn't tell you what I even said in that episode. Like, I, what did I say? Did I, was I specific? Was I specific? I know we talked about pickleball. Yeah. But other than that, was there anything? I don't think so. But we were going to take pickleball lessons. I know. We were going to start with pickleball lessons. I know. I know. And then Wendy's house went under construction and that, she was like, I need to, I need to pause. Yeah. And quite frankly, that was fine. Beyond pickleball, have I have I picked up any new hobbies? The answer is no. Have you? No, nothing. What's the biggest roadblock here? Well, for me, it's time. Yeah. Like, honestly, when I look at my day, I go, where am I going to fit something for me in, in mm-hmm. here? A hobby for me. Mm-hmm. Like a leisurely, fun, me time activity. Mm-hmm. There's no time. Right. Or it feels that way. It feels that way. And it kind of bumps me out because I feel like I'm putting my interests like dead last. Right. And that doesn't make for a good life. Right. So that's where I'm at in terms of roadblocks. What about you? I would say time is my biggest roadblock, but added to that is I feel like the only time that is my own are the hours that my kids are in school. And then the other hours of the day, I'm realizing I feel like don't belong to me. 
Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like I could schedule something during those hours because it feels like I already have a block of time alone. Yes, I understand completely. Part of it is I don't want to give up in quotation marks that time. Like if I were going to take pickleball lessons, like it's going to take half my day away. Mm -hmm. And then I get like, oh, do I really want that? Mm -hmm. And the answer is I think I do want that, but I need to figure out the balance. And I think part of it is I need to maybe make myself obligated to it until it becomes part of my routine as opposed to a departure from my routine. Yeah, I know. But then when you look at it that way, it's like, ugh, now I'm obligated to go. And then you don't, it takes the fun out of it. But For then, me, it does. And But then if you love it when you're there, then you stop feeling obligated to go. And you're like, yeah, oh, but I it's like, pickleball day. I like the gym when I go there too. And I have a really hard time motivating to, to go do that. This is why I want a walking desk. <laughs> Okay. okay, so if those are our roadblocks yeah. and we truly want to add hobby time yeah. into our schedules, how do we get there? Well, you have a good idea. I do. <laughs> Thank you. I need to edit, not edit, I need to audit my day. Uh-huh. I need to see, actually, I, what I really want to do is audit the week. Mm-hmm. And I think what I'm going to do is keep track of how many hours, like what time I wake up, how many hours I spend like getting ready, running errands. Like I'm like a very detailed list. I drove to school from 8.15 to 8.30. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then I want to see where I can be more efficient with my time or what can be put to the wayside that's not as important as I think it is? Mm -hmm. Or what can I delegate to someone else that I can carve out some time for, for me? Mm -hmm. I think like doing something for me, I need like a creative outlet. Mm -hmm. Like that's what like fills my soul, Mm -hmm. fills my bucket. Um, So I need to like carve out some time where I can feel creative. Now, the stuff we do here, you know, the blog or the podcast, like that kind of ticks that box a little bit, but there's still like this gap Mm -hmm. there that is not being filled. And it's either like painting or writing or arranging flowers or I don't know, stuff like baking or, you know. I need something that doesn't feel like a chore. Yeah. So I just, I need, I need to put it into my schedule somehow. A few years ago, several years ago now, we have had a favorite painting place we would go to. We would go all the time. And in the summer for a couple of years, she sold these like summer packages. It was like five classes for the summer. And we would schedule it ahead of time. We would look at our calendars and make sure because we knew if we didn't, we would never go and we would have them carved out in the summer. And for me, I think the only way to make it happen is to put it on the calendar and put it on the family calendar Mm -hmm. and make it happen. And the other thing I think is I love your idea about auditing your time. Makes me nervous because I don't want to look too internally about how I'm spending my time. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, I think maybe like a monthly thing makes more sense than trying to add something every single week right now. Absolutely agree to that. 
So maybe it's less like I pick up a new weekly hobby and then it's I plan something that is fun for me every single month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is a that is a newer goal. I know. And I do feel like I feel like that's a little bit daunting because truly I don't want to see how I spend my time. Most right. I'm not saying like I need to be productive all day, every day. Because there are times where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to lay down in the afternoon because I'm tired and my body needs it and I need to refuel. So my day isn't like soup to nuts busy. No. But I am obligated to do certain things during the day. Right. And I hear you about feeling like the school hours are supposed to be our time for us right Mm -hmm. well in fact it's mine is filled with like errands or working with you or doing house stuff right you know like it's it's i want to call it like a work day those are work hours 100 percent. and so then when my daughter comes home that time is usually spent taking her to and from like activities Mm -hmm. because she does not drive or managing house stuff like dinner and dogs and whatever, you know? And there's a lot of time, like, I don't want to be like, yeah, I'm going to tap out because I'm going to go upstairs and color for 25 minutes, you know, you know, I'm not going to do that when they're home because I want to like spend time with her if we're all home. Right. Or spend time with my husband or do things as a family or I don't want to just be like, okay, now everybody's home and taken care of. I'm going to go do me. Yes. So I hear you. I hear you. I think one thing I have to remember is that just because there's something that I usually handle, that doesn't necessarily mean that's something that I always have to handle. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of things that I do have to handle because I'm home and there are plenty of hours during the day where my husband is unavailable. Mm-hmm. But my daughter wanted to do something. She wanted to go to a performance of one of her friends tomorrow night. And I, I was like, oh, I can't take you. So... In her mind, she's like, I can't go. Mm-hmm. And my son was right there. He's like, oh, guess dad has to take you. And I was like, yeah, I work it out with him. Like, this is not something I'm going to manage now because I'm not going to be the one handling it. So you need to take it elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But I'm not good at that. Yeah. Now I, you're, cause you are a control, a control freak. freak. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. Like, that's just well, who you are. But I've also created a system in which everybody expects me to take care of those things. Yeah. There's not someone else in the house who's like, oh, when does the dog need shots? Yeah. Oh, what birthday gifts do we need to Mm -hmm. buy? Someone will say like, oh, the dog needs to be groomed. Oh, yeah. Apparently I'm the only one who knows how to do that. So in some of these ways, I've created this problem myself. So instead of just looking back at what we haven't done, let's look forward to what we are going to do. So like I said, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to do my audit. And I really want to look at like, I need all the details Yeah. to plan. Yeah. That's just who I am. And then I'm going to set some new intentions and some goals for the summer months. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I love that. Now for us, working wise, we have already figured out our summer and how we're navigating the podcast and doing that stuff, which feels great. Mm -hmm. It honestly feels like... Not like a load off my shoulders, but like now I know like there's already a plan set for that kind of stuff. So now I can like work with what I have left. So between now and Memorial Day, I am going to make a summer bucket list 
for myself mm-hmm. and for my family because there's many days like during the week weekends like we'll be like hmm, what should we do yeah i mean we don't have any plans i want to honestly have like some sort of like what are those you know like a mason jar full of ideas and yeah, then yeah. you pull something out yeah. and we're like let's do this for the family. I don't know. Is that sound ridiculous? No. You're looking at me like I'm, I'm crazy. Not. Last summer, I did say, like, I wanted to do, like, five things. Like, I wanted to do them during the summer, too. I needed something to look forward to. Sure. And I honestly don't remember what those five things were and if we did them. But I remember the process of it mm-hmm. and, like, was excited about it. So I think this is going to make me excited, too. So my deadline is Memorial Day. That's like kind of the kickoff to summer, sure. right? Yeah. I'm just, and I have a theme. Oh. And I can't say that I came up with this myself. I was at Islands, the restaurant uh-huh. recently. You know how they sh- show like the TVs are in there and it's like surfing. Surfing, yeah. Yeah. And they had, I don't know, it was a video and it was called Do Rad Stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's my theme for the summer. I love I it. Do Rad Stuff. I want to do Rad Stuff. And I don't stuff. know what Rad Stuff is. I just want to do Rad Stuff. Yeah. Think about it. I will. And we need, you and I also need to plan stuff because typically in the summer, mm-hmm. we can go like the entire summer without seeing know, each other. I know. And it's because we get in that, like the kids are home. This yeah. is our time. Mm-hmm. But we can take a night. For sure. Yeah. And nights are easier in the summertime, I think, too, because there's no like pending school the next day. There's no pending school. The kids aren't being shuttled to and from camp or like you're not hosting play dates in your house necessarily. It's sometimes easier to get away. Yeah. Play dates. I know our kids are older, but the friends over, you know what I mean. Sure, sure, sure. So I love the idea of auditing your week. I've actually been looking at, there's like apps that do this. People use it for like time management for work to see how you're spending your time or people Uh need to track their hours. But there are some time tracking apps. I could just do it on paper for a week, but I need to look into what the best way to do it is and do it for a full week and see what the hell am I doing all day long. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to show everybody in my family. (laughs) Well, you're going to show me first. Okay. Because I'm a little embarrassed. Like, I don't want to, I don't want it to reveal that Wendy watches 72 hours of TV. Here's the thing. I don't want to use this time tracking app to make myself be more productive. Yeah, me neither. Because productivity, I think, is a little bit of bullshit. We're like, oh, we got to be busy. Got to be busy. Got to be productive. Mm-hmm. I want it to be revealing ways in which I can use my time that is more beneficial to me. And in some ways that means more productive. Mm-hmm. And some ways that just means more efficiently. Yeah. Because I want to have more time to watch TV. And I want to be more aware of like, oh, I sat on the couch and scrolled my phone for an hour. And then I'm like, I don't have any time to watch the shows that I like. Yeah. I could have watched a full show. Yeah. You gotta be, I think we need to be super honest when we, when we yes. do this audit. Yes. Should we, should we pick a day that we start the audit? And then we we can review it here on the podcast and share our results. I think one of the hard things is, though, when you know you're tracking your time, you might be better about the way you use it. Oh, okay. All right. So (laughs) I don't know how to escape that because I know me, if I'm like tracking my time and be like, oh, well, now I'm going to use my time wisely. If I got to write down, it's like if I have to track my food, I'm going to eat food that I want to write down and have seen by others. How do we do it then? How do we do it? I think over the course of a week, we're going to fall into our own habits. Okay. Let's be serious. All right. Okay. I don't have it in me to fake it for a week. Okay. All right. You could fake it for a day, but not a week. Easily. Okay. I don't have an overarching goal. I have some specific goals for mm-hmm. the spring, summer months. I found a new TikTok account where she she's a dietitian. Um, 
but she posts easy salads. Mm -hmm. And what I liked is most of the ingredients are from Trader Joe's. They're easy to find. And they're like dumping of ingredients. It's not a lot of like prep, not a lot of chopping. What I want to do is I want to sit down, go through them and write down like the ingredients list for these eight salads so that I have them. And then I can just easily be like, this is my salad for the week. And I buy everything and I eat that for lunch for the week. And then I repeat it because I love a salad, but I'm bad at salads. Me too. And they all looked really good, like the kind of thing I would want to eat. I just needed someone to tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be the spring and summer of salads. Okay. Because I don't like lunch. That's why. You don't like lunch? I like eating lunch. I don't like making lunch at home. I just, it feels like. I love a salad, but then I don't know what to put in a salad. I think the salad making is a skill. And so I need someone to hold my hand through it. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like I have said this probably a million times on this podcast. Like any salad that I make at home is pale in comparison yes. to a restaurant salad. Yes. And I don't know how to make the come together. Yes. Agree. So that's goal number one. Okay. Love it. Number and that's not, can I stop you? That's not like a diet thing, right? No, it's like, I just, sometimes I'm like, oh, what do I eat for lunch? I don't really feel like making anything. I don't have all the ingredients to make that sandwich the way that I like, mm, I'm going to eat chips. Mm -hmm. No, it's not a diet thing. It's like make my life easier while also eating food that I like. Yeah. Yeah. I like a process and I like a plan. Sure. And it makes me more effective of a human when I have a process and I, I hear have you. a plan. I hear you. Okay, what's your next thing? Um, the next thing is swim. Mm -hmm. So we had 100 degree days last week mm -hmm. and we got in our pool. That's the first time I've really been in the pool. We've been in the jacuzzi a million times. But we swam, and on Saturday, my husband and I dropped chairs in on the shelf and mm -hmm. sat there reading books. It was. Did, did you use an umbrella? I did not. But I. Okay, this is another thing we need to talk about in a future episode: is what we're wearing to swim and be in the water. Because I borrowed a long sleeve swim shirt from my son, mm -hmm. and I wore a big hat. And he's like, my son's like, that looks kind of weird. I'm like, it's not weird for women to wear a swim shirt. It might be weird that I'm wearing yours. <laughs> I need my own. <laughs> and that's because of sun protection for you? Uh-huh. Yeah. Even, yeah. Like, I can't, even with sunscreen, I cannot sit in the direct sun for that yeah. long. Yeah. No, I know. We have a hole in our shelf for an umbrella. We just haven't gotten one yet. Yeah, you got to get one. And you got one now. Costco, now. Anyway, <laughs> swim. We really enjoyed our pool, but I'm thinking that my ideal weekday summer morning. Tell me. We are not sleeper inners in the summer. Uh -huh. Even if we have nowhere to be, we'll get up. My kids might sleep in. But I'm usually awake by seven. Mm -hmm. And then we just kind of lounge around. Well, why wouldn't I use the first 45 minutes of the day to walk the dog before it gets too hot? Yeah. Because even if it's not a super hot day, the ground gets too hot for yeah. them. Yeah. So get that out of the way. He and I both get out of the house. If I'm living my best life, mm -hmm. I walk the dog, I come home, I go straight to the backyard, and I swim for 20 to 30 minutes. Nice. And when he goes, swim in this pool? Because my backyard pool is small. So is mine. Yours is bigger. You cannot do laps in my pool. I mean, you could. I have a weird shaped pool. You can't do laps in it. Wendy's, Wendy's pool is penis shaped. <laughs> by accident. <laughs> Purely by accident. Um, my pool is rectangular. Now, I did swim laps last week. And it's, it's, it's just a couple strokes to each end. So you're not counting laps. It's just like set a timer and swim. Yeah. But I was moving. And yeah. I was like, get that movement in the day. And then I can shower and start my day. Yeah. 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 And I'm thinking like, oh, well, there's weeks where we have camp. What? There are two adults. My husband does not work all summer. I do not need to be available every minute of every day. Mm -hmm. And I can also like shower and run over to camp with wet hair. Yeah. Yeah. So my summer... 
my daughter will be doing summer sports programming at her high school that yeah. she's attending in the fall, which is near Megan's house. Happy, yeah. lucky for me. Come hop in the pool and we'll swim laps together. All right, cool. <laughs> we can go to the big pool and swim real She laps. has to be at school by 7 a.m. Yeah. Like two days of the week. Yeah. So I have already thought in my head, I'm like, I, I'm not driving all the way back to my home. Yes. And then turning around and coming back. So either I'm bringing a dog with me and we're walking uh-huh. or I'm bringing my, my scooter, my bird scooter, yes. and I'm riding my, cause that is so fun for me. Yes. And I'm doing it between seven and nine before yes. it gets too, too crazy hot. Yes. Perfect. Or I'm coming over here. Yes. And I'm going for a walk with you yes. and your dog. Yes. I need to know the I'm, gonna, that I'm just going to show up at your door at 7.15 after I've dropped off and be like, here I am. Let's go for a walk. Yes. That's perfect. Okay. All right. Part of this is that I also would like to have like a summer walking wardrobe, five days of walking clothes. They don't have to be nice. I need five days because then I'll do two and I'm like, oh, everything's in the laundry. Okay. I hear you. And I love that idea. And I'm going to tell you that I just bought something from Carolyn Morand. Yes. She recently shared, this is one of the accounts that Megan talked about earlier. She shared some stuff on Amazon that she got. She like tries it on. She got this really cute, like seafoam green sleeveless workout top. Oh, uh-huh. a little bit of like not tight, not yeah. constricting, a little flowy and loosey. From Amazon? Yeah. And some black bike shorts. Yes. I bought it. Okay. And I haven't tried it on yet, but I'm like, this is what I'm going to throw on. Uh-huh. Because I, this is what I'm throwing on. I'm going to drive her to school. Yes. I'm going to go do some body movement. And then I'm going to come home. Yes. Yes. I have two pairs of bike shorts. I just need five. Buy them when they're on sale at Old Navy. Buy them from Amazon. Mm-hmm. I need five pairs. And I need five sports bras. And I need five big, loose, flowy shirts. Mm-hmm. Because once I get to two and everything's dirty, then I'll stop yeah. going for the week. Yeah, I know. Because if you only do laundry, like... On the weekend, and or often whatever. I do laundry throughout the week, but it's not—it's not predictable enough. Yeah, no, I hear you. That okay. is my gift to myself: five days of love this plan. Walking clothes, I can get. I will. I'm gonna have Wendy link the best Amazon sports bras. They are very inexpensive. They are very supportive. I have an H cup bra friends, and they work very well. How did you find your size in these? They're like small, medium, large, but I'm saying like I wear an H oh, cup, okay. and they're very comfortable and very supportive. Talk to me because I don't know what these sports bras, and I need some. Do they are they like crisscross in the back? They're a they... racer back. They're like a they're not a spaghetti strap. Yeah, H cup. You, you need a need a thicker strap. <laughs> okay, but they're very comfortable, very supportive, and they're very inexpensive, and they come in like a three pack or a five pack. Oh, you know I love my undergarments in a pack. Yeah, me too. Okay, that's a great idea. Yeah, I love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get me some of those too. Yeah, I have two more small things. Okay, I would like to make a summer movie bucket list. I mentioned on last week's episode or two weeks ago that I have a lot of holes in my movie watching. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, my son and I watched Dunkirk. It was for a history project. I was like. Oh, I remember my husband liked that movie. That's Harry Styles in it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually really liked it. And I was like, this was a great movie. I am of the opinion that there's probably too much World War II content out there. That's another conversation. But I thought it was great. Very mm-hmm. hopeful, lovely movie, actually. 
I was like, I need to watch more movies. So I need to make a list. And then I think I can probably get my kids to watch most of it because they're up for a movie. Yeah. So I was wondering, are these like family movies? Not family movies. But my kids are old enough that I don't need to be watching an animated movie. Yeah. Like I can yeah. watch. There's lots of movies that I can watch with them. See, this is why I definitely make a list. And I like the idea of putting that list in the jar. Yeah. So then you'd be like, this Dr- is what we're watching. Yeah. I'm Boom. watching this. Join me or don't watch TV. Like this that's the choice. Made. Like you can watch with me or you can't have a screen. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Like in the hot, hot of the day when we're yeah. taking a break from outside after a camp, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm watching movies. I love it. Okay, what's your last thing? I really wanted to implement this so badly last summer, and it was pure laziness that did not get it implemented. Mm -hmm. It is the summer calendar, and there's a very specific summer calendar. Mm -hmm. This is the control freak in you. The brand is the essential calendar. They Mm -hmm. are a small business, and they sell seasonal calendars. So their calendars, like they have a summer break 2022 calendar that is a like a small poster size it's just black and white and it runs from memorial day to labor day and summer is really the only season that i want to be able to see like this i want to see the entire summer laid out on one day not on three separate months and so it's easy to see like hey we have a vacation that week my kids are in camp that week i just i like to see it that way Mm -hmm. Everyone needs to know where everyone needs to be. Yes, we have a family calendar that everybody can see. I don't know what it is about this layout, but I really want this layout. And I did buy one last year and I never used it. So I need to get it soon because I was already thinking like, I just need to see it visually. I thought you meant like a summer schedule. I would love a summer schedule. My family won't get on board. This is another reason why I don't like summer is it's too nebulous. It's too freeform. There's too much. I love downtime when I am in control of my time. Mm -hmm. But in the summer, I'm not 100% in control of my time because there's other people's whose wants and needs I need to take into account. Mm -hmm. I'm not a spontaneous person. Yeah. My husband is. He'll be like, let's go to the beach. Let's have a bonfire. Mm-hmm. If we're going to the beach, I want to know we're going to the beach so I can mentally prepare. Mm-hmm. I'm not a just pack them and go to the beach kind of person. Okay. Like, do we have stuff to make a good lunch in the house? Yeah. that's See, that's my problem. Because half the time we don't. I'm like, I don't want to take a peanut butter and jelly to the beach. <laughs> I want good beach sandwiches and not a cutie. I want sliced fruit to take to the beach. <laughs> I want you have an idea in your head of what you want your beach experience I don't want a to look like. School lunch at the beach. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. You want a salad that you have made. Okay. Well, I don't know how we got to from a hobbies update to I'm sorry. No, I I just think it's really interesting. I just think it's an interesting conversation about as like moms who don't have a full-time job outside of the house feel about making time for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting. And I'm curious to know there's gotta be other people out there. It's not just us two. Look, my mom had wanted to play tennis her entire life, but didn't get to start playing tennis. And she says like, she would be in the grocery store and she'd see all the other moms in their tennis outfits and be like, Oh, that looks like fun. And it wasn't until I was driving that she started taking tennis lessons and playing in a tennis league and then played for like the next 20 plus years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't think it's that unusual. And she was not a mom who worked, but she was very involved 
otherwise. Yes. But, and she's like a very efficient time user. Okay. So you love tennis. Yeah. And you took lessons for a long period of time. Yeah. And then you stopped going. Yeah. Would you... It's the same issue. It's the same. It's the same issue as it is with everything. I'd love to go back, but I think it's honestly, realistically, it's probably a couple years before that makes a lot of good sense to go back. I'd rather play pickleball. I want to take pickleball lessons. <laughs> and we're back to square one. I do, but you know, someday. <laughs> All right. Hey, let's come right back and talk. Megan and Wendy approved. We're back. With Megan and Wendy approved, where we each share something we have been loving lately. I'm laughing at your choice this week. It's so me. It's 100% you. So as I mentioned, it was 100 degrees here twice last week. It's April. I object. And my entire summer life is a quest to not be hot, find ways to be cool, uncomfortable. I was back to Googling that bed chilling mattress mm-hmm. pad. Mm-hmm. I want a chilly bed (laughs) almost as much as I want a walking desk. But in lieu of that, I'm going to share something that's very inexpensive and accessible to all. And that is my USB desk fan. I purchased it at Target. The brand is Holmes. It was $10. When I was looking this up last night, I realized there are cuter ones out there. No, I won't be replacing mine. But if I were going to be buying it again for the first time, I might buy one that's more aesthetically pleasing. It's just black and plastic, but Uh it gets the job done. Charge it on my desk. I like air circulating on me. While you're working upstairs. Correct. Right. It's not like going to cool me in the room. Yeah. No, I hear you. But here's the fix. Fix the AC upstairs. Okay. Yes, we are in a thermostat situation. However, let me discuss with you the fact that the temperature in this house is a never-ending battle all summer long. Yes. My husband is not only the most frugal man you'll ever meet, he also insists that air conditioning gives him a headache. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't be like, oh, I would rather you be in pain right. than maybe uncomfortable. Right, right. However, I did finally, finally get him to the strong maybe on putting solar into our home what? this weekend. And I was like, hey, if we put solar, we could also put solar heating in in mm-hmm, the pool and then mm-hmm. the pool would be warm all summer long. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Ugh, maybe. He's not one of those like, Big upfront investments to save a little bit over time and then 25 years down the line, it pays off, which I understand, but we may, we may be on the road to full-time summer air conditioning. Very exciting. I uh, love our solar. It was a happy investment. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice for us. Just because we run the ac all summer long so but yes in lieu of that if you're a perimenopausal woman who likes to have air (laughs) moving on you sometimes i'll put it in the bathroom while i'm getting ready because sometimes i get hot while i'm standing in the bathroom always hot in the bathroom so i'll just move it onto the counter and it blows on me it's very nice so it charges it charges and then it holds a charge for a while yeah very cool here's something for ladies who have big boobs Uh uh-huh i bought those chest pads Uh uh-huh you know because I'm showing you. I'm pulling down my shirt. I'm showing her. I have those really bad chest wrinkles. Do you, you sleep on your side? You don't have them. Yeah. I sleep I, on my back. That's why. So everything spreads. Everything goes <laughs> instead this of, way. Instead so. of compressing together so there's nothing to wrinkle. I sleep on my right side so everything gets all crunched together and I have like bad. They're bad. They're bad. Okay. Some days they look better when I take a little more effort uh-huh. into them. <laughs> 
So I bought these chest wrinkle pads. They're like, I don't know if they're silicone. They're weird. They they're kind of like those acne patch material, don't you think? Yeah. And I don't know exactly what it is, but yes, you're. it's like that. And they're big. You put them in. Uh-huh. It's like a, a jellyfish. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I will tell you, like, you see better results if you wear them like a couple nights in a row. Sure. I've worn them like one night in a row because... I'm lazy at night, guys. And saw improvement just uh-huh. in one night's one night's use. They do get kind of like, I don't want to say sweaty. It gets kind of hot, uh-huh. actually. So I wore mine with like a tank top because I am a hot sleeper. Yeah, so interesting how those work. That's my, it's the Cleverify chest wrinkle pads. I got them on Amazon. Well, I saw a TikTok video with like a dermatologist reacts to those things oh no no and you know they have a similar type product that you can wear for like between your eyebrows and like on your forehead to like smooth out like those wrinkles no i need that i need it i I... can we talk about how i want botox on my upper lip for the lip flip oh do it i've never put anything in my face but i want a lip flip anyway i knew that was a thing google it anyway the they were saying Obviously, this is not like a long-term permanent solution, but you can, with repeated use, train your skin. Because the reason, like, you know, you have wrinkles is from, like, expression in your face, which has been, like, trained into your face. Yeah. So they said that, you know, it is not permanent, but yes, that sort of patch that's holding your skin smooth will, over time, train your skin. Yeah. So, hey. Dermatologist approved, awesome. even. Fantastic. I mean, TikTok dermatologists, I don't even know if those people are real dermatologists. I'm telling you, I like real sexy at night with the oh. chest pad and my snore clip. Yeah. Oh, well, let me tell you, I have these like stupid bangs that I hate so much and they don't fit <laughs> in my ponytail. Oh, yeah. So, like, I pull my hair up and then I put like my bangs in like a, a clip. clip. Yeah, to keep them out of my face. So I look real, real good at night. <laughs> oh, and. Guys, come back next week for me to tell you about my sock hack for soft heels when it is hot outside. Oh, no. Because I'm real hot. Okay. In both forms of the word. I'm excited. When I sleep. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Hey, take a minute. Leave a five-star review of this podcast. We love your reviews. We have two Hallmark episodes this week. So come back tomorrow and Thursday for new Hallmark episodes. And don't forget to come back next week for my sock hack. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.